0: From Odds.com.au HQ, this is the From the Nosebleeds podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Nosebleeds. My name is Matt Hickey. We've got an exciting show coming up for you. Two uh, lovely gentlemen joining me today. Jake Eckwood, one of them. Odds.com.au superstar journo. Jake, how are you?
0: Beast, good to be here. I think I'm still catching up on sleep after the mighty baggy greens retain the ashes in england how good was that jeez he's happy about that
1: no i don't blame it was very very exciting and and also exciting news we've got a debutante on the from the nose bleeds podcast Isaaclingpunters.com.au dot au journalist joins us isaac what an absolute pleasure to have you on board it's
2: great to be here it's funny jake mentioned how tired he was after staying up i'm a little tired myself partly ashes related partly couldn't sleep last night i was that excited to be on here with the odd squad that's what we like to hear
1: i don't blame him to be honest it is exciting exciting stuff uh, plenty on the show as i mentioned we'll go through our moments of the week we've also got bank builders the throwback segment which the Debutant Isaac has taken on board the cold profile, which the squid has the quiz. It's taken a week off after a little bit of controversy, but we'll be back (laughs) and we will address that controversy. Then we've got big calls to finish us up. Plenty going on in the world of sport. Of course, AFL and NRL finals are here. AFL a week in. The NRL just about to begin. The Feeble World Cup is on as well. The NFL has begun, which I'm very, very excited about because the Dallas Cowboys got off to an absolute flyer. (laughs) There's a bit going on. There is plenty going on. And the US Open also completed just recently. But as Jake alluded to earlier, the most exciting news... The Aussies have retained the ashes. Woo
0: La <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, this never gets old. <laughs> doesn't it? No, it doesn't. I still love it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, with the with the backing vocals <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Is. What have I walked into? <laughs> <laughs> so, Jake, your moment of the week, surprise, surprise, <laughs> especially with that intro and your beautiful singing, is the Ashes.
0: It is, it is. But not from during the game, actually, Beast. Oh, and okay. Lingie. And it's good to have you on, Lingy. Very excited to have you sitting here right next to me as well. Actually, a couple of hours after when the Aussies were retaining, celebrating the Ashes in England for the first time since 2001. So let me set the scene here, guys. Channel 9's Tony Jones chompers had just commenced a live cross back to old trafford and the boys in the background the aussies they'd had a couple of beers they were ready to rock and roll and then this happened
1: ash's victory on english soil the first time in 18 years So
0: Okay, Okay. 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 good stuff well we got a bloke called c smith yeah and we got some pretty good
2: bad
1: Jump, ass. Right, Jump okay. ass. They, have, they have got a blow call Trump is a legend okay. He's a legend <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm the that. That. How good was that So the voice you can hear there Is Marcus Harris Of course the opening bat He was pretty happy About that win oh, It's good he contributed <laughs> Somehow yeah, <exactly>. oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I actually did think That he's, he's up and that. about Considering he didn't Play a huge role But no good on him But the funniest bit of that Was <laughs> Chompers' face <laughs> And looked at the boys Like I'm on I'm live here They could they could ruin me <laughs> With what they're about to say Chompity chomp jump, chomp Why jump? is he called <laughs> Chompers? Um, he did get new teeth Installed uh, okay. um, Some installed. time ago Some time ago now interesting <laughs> words, I reckon yes. it was at the <laughs> least sort of seven eight maybe nine okay. years ago um i didn't really think he needed them to be as white as they <laughs> currently are but they're very yeah. white very large and originally he actually wasn't happy with the nickname chompers especially on the sunday footy show because he got it well he also minutes, it's still a, to he this seems day to have um have a, let go of that now there's at happy. least 10 references to uh Tony having large teeth. <laughs> yes, on the Sunday footage Show, and it's pretty good. But they were right to celebrate, weren't they, guys? In my opinion, I'd be interested to get both your guys' opinion on this. That was the best win by an Australian cricket team in my lifetime. Amazing Adelaide, you were there. Talking series wins here. Oh, series wins. Massive credit must go to Tim Payne for not only how his captain did in this series, but also what he had to deal with. Eight, from 18 months ago till now, really, dealing without two of his best players. Of course, they're back now, and Steve Smith was one of those, and he was brilliant, obviously deserves a massive amount of credit as well. Hazelwood and Stark not playing in the first test as well. So the, the yeah, selectors that was, that too. Yeah,
2: that was huge. Yeah, the selectors. It was a very ballsy call yeah. to not pick them. You like
0: Going into the series, you'd have to be like, what are you doing? It Yeah, they stuck to their guns, and yeah, good on them. Absolutely, and of course there is still a fifth test to play at the Oval. And The Aussies will want to win that too, because even though we've retained the Ashes, we have, as I mentioned before, haven't won there since two thousand one. So we still need to go ahead and win this last game. So off, hopefully Marcus off. Harris did get to bed at a reasonable <laughs> hour after. I think he's still partying. Shop as had, as more importantly, yet. hopefully Steve Smith did. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> he's
2: going to score
1: all the
0: runs. He's so. going he to back carrying the team. <laughs> by the way, I reckon he went to the nets when they were all <laughs> <Yeah,
1: ready>. probably. <laughs> uh, moving on to a another international sport, the. First World Cup has been on And the great Andrew Gaze is over there Doing some commentary work of Oh yeah course, he is An absolute legend Drewy. We love him here at uh, Well I think everywhere But here at From the Nosebleeds We love him as well uh, And he was doing some commentary On the big game between Team USA and Brazil Now I've got a bit of audio for you guys here And, and during a break in play Gaze was just talking about the match uh, When an attractive fan Was shown on the screen And uh, We've got the audio here. Now try and pick the moment that that attractive fan, the said fan, was shown on the footage. Well, it's all on the line now for Brazil. They might even need to look at extending the defence, trying to force some turnovers. They need more possessions and quick baskets. Just a glimmer of hope with the 17-point lead. And the... (laughs) 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 Where have you gone, Gacy? (laughs) (laughs) You still there, Andrew? Support their getting <laughs> from their fans. <laughs> a whole bunch of <laughs> The game's still happening. <laughs> Come and on, gazy. So no, that's not doctored at all. Gazy absolutely dumbfounded by what was
0: uh, being shown on the screen and certainly gave us all a laugh. In fairness, <laughs> she was incredibly attractive, this Brazilian, wasn't she? So um, no, I'm
1: not. That's a, you're getting into really murky areas <laughs> here, Jake. And I'm staying well, well clear. Uh, Isaac, Ling, your moment of the week.
2: Yes, I know you guys have a cult profile segment on this show, and the guy I'm about to talk about, uh, he's developing into a bit of a cult figure. Parramatta winner winger Micah Sebo. He scored a hat trick on Friday night against Manly. Uh, he's flying, this bloke. He's pretty much come from obscurity. He was in the lower grades. It was Fiji originally and in the lower grades at Penrith. Now he's the NRL's leading tri-scorer. Uh, and you know a bloke is going well when he's got the fans up and about chanting his name. We're just going to play the
0: Sivo!
1: <laughs>
2: And anyway, what a name
1: as well. I love the Micah name. Micah
2: Sebo. yeah. He, he's an absolute ripper. He's been a revelation this season. He's a try-scoring machine. He's big. He's strong. He's fast. He can defend as well. He can put massive shots on. So, yeah, he's he's the real deal. And, the, yeah, as you can tell, the Micah Seago <laughs> hype is real, and I'm caught up in it.
1: <laughs> the the, it, the, top, the leading uh, try-scorer in the cop as well. Yeah, yeah. He's the, th- the type of guy that you would pay to go see, and there's certain players in every sport, that you'd pay money just to go see that person playing. yeah, yeah, He's one of those, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think the sort of guy who can sort of transcend the code a bit and get sort of your AFL fans up and about as well. Anyway, I could talk about him all day. (laughs) Let's let's go find some winners. Time for some bank builders, I reckon.
1: I'm going to kick us off, I think, with the bank builders. And uh, despite going down last week with an NFL uh, bank builder, I'm going back to the National Football League and – my Dallas Cowboys playing the Washington Redskins. And now, irrespective of my love for the Cowboys, I think they're going to be very, very tough to beat in this one. It's at Dallas. They're very good at home. Uh, and they were sensational last week against the Giants. And that was without relying too heavily on Ezekiel Elliott. Who uh, was late into the team, missed most of the preseason, uh, holding out for a big fat contract that he uh, ended up getting rewarded with. So they didn't have to rely too much on him. Dak Prescott, the quarterback, was excellent with the wide receivers. So Zeke's just going to get better and better each week. The Redskins, on the other on the other hand. Getting a bit excited talking about Dallas. Lost <laughs> Sounds the, like lost it. Lost <laughs> 32-27 to 27 against the Eagles in week one, which is a fairly good effort. The Eagles are quite a good team, but their quarterback, Case Keenum, had 380 yards and three TDs in that game. I don't think he's going to be able to do that again. So I'm taking Dallas minus four and a half points at a $1.87 with sports bet.
0: Sounds good to us indeed, B. So mine, I'm heading to the AFL for mine. I, of course, tipped Richmond by 1-39 to 39 last week. Surprise, surprise. They won by 47, so just missed out so on the margin the, line there. So finally, the foolproof method. I method. know. <laughs> it's got a bit of a hole in it, There's obviously so many times you can go 1-39 to 39 for Richmond. <laughs> Went I to the world last just week. one too many so times. So taking the Eagles to beat Geelong at a dollar eighty five in Friday night's first semi final with just three wins from their last 13 finals appearances. The Cats enter this weekend's semifinal as the team under the most pressure in the entire competition. Adam Simpson's men cruised past the Bombers last week in in an elimination final and they have a great record at the MCG. We know Chris Scott was complaining about not being able to play at Codinia Park last week. This week, have a listen to this. Eagles have won five of their last six at the MCG, including the 2018 Grand Final. So definitely uh, like the looks of uh, the reigning premiers in this one. Geelong are coming off their lowest score of the season as well. They managed just 51 points last week. Um, so taking the inform Eagles in the head-to-head market at $1.85. That's my bank builder. Over to you, Isaac Ling. Yeah, so NRL finals kicking off this week. Sunday afternoon, the
2: Eels play the Broncos in an elimination final at Bankwest Stadium. The Eels have won 8 of 10 at this new stadium. They absolutely love it there. The Broncos have some talent in their lineup, but I think they're a little bit of a rabble. I think the Eels will take care of them. They smashed them at Bankwest earlier this year. I think they'll cover the minus 4.5
0: line at $1.90. Beautiful, sounds good to us. And what about just on before we get into your week one finals preview, Lingy, have you been to the new Banquist Stadium yet? No, it looks
2: so good oh. on TV. Te- I'd love to be up there on Sunday chanting Micah <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I'm not a Paramedic fan, but geez, I'm, yeah, it looks a ripping place to looks watch. so sport. good. Yeah. Really close the, to the action yeah, as well. Heck, yeah, Stadiums these days, they they know how to build them, that's yeah, for sure. absolutely.
0: Look at the stadium
1: as well on the AFL. I think yeah. that looks sensational, especially at night. Incredible.
0: Definitely. So week one, Lingy, um, Obviously, you're from Queensland yourself, rugby league expert. Looking forward to getting your thoughts on week one here. Kicking off Friday night, Roosters and the Rabbits.
2: Yeah, the Rabbits did beat the Roosters last week, but I can see that changing on Friday night. Big out for the Rabbits, Sam Burgess. Yeah, huge. Yeah. he um, has got a
0: poor disciplinary record, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and it's in the finals game, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jeez,
2: I don't know. I, I, I'm just here to talk about the greatest game of all. Um, <laughs> and a uh, big win for the Roosters at the judiciary during the week. Jared Warria Harvgraves Graves got off his charge, so I think I'm not sure there's a lot of juice in the price at $1.30 dollar thirty, but I think the Roosters will be far too strong for the Rabbits this week.
0: All right, we'll whack that in a multi anyway, so all good. Next up, Saturday, the Storm.
2: Yeah, it's hard to tip against the Storm at home, and they're just so well-drilled and so experienced. They are the benchmark, but uh, this is a betting-related podcast. I think there might be a bit of value in the Raiders at $2.85. Uh, let's not forget they came back from 18 nil down to mm. beat the Storm in Melbourne earlier this season. They'll take plenty of confidence from out of that. And I feel like there's a fair bit of belief in this Raiders side. They've got a long, lot of young, sort of uh, underrated sort of players. Pl- they play well as a team. Uh, yeah, I think that game could be a lot closer than the market suggests.
0: Yep, so next game on the radar to look at Saturday night. Now, there was a little bit of controversy here as to whether Lotto Land was going to be deemed suitable for a final. I believe it has got the green tick, though. Yeah, The there was a asbestos-related concerns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, We're Back in the 80s, yeah. so what's going on well, We yeah. are at Lotto land, I'm telling you.
2: But, yeah, they've been cleared to play, but even though they are at home, I can't see uh, Manly winning that game. They're just too injury-depleted. They're so injury-depleted, they've uh, brought in... Tony T Rex Williams from outside their thirty man squad. That that right? Does he have yeah. small arms? Is that why he's <laughs> called T Rex? Uh, no, it's not an ironic <laughs> thing. No, he's, Dang just, it. he's just a big unit. Uh, he hasn't played NRL I think since early twenty eighteen. Uh, no Tom Trebovich, he's their best player. Uh, yeah, I
0: think uh, the Sharkies will be too good there. Dollar fifty seems fair. Beautiful. And the last one, of course, you already mentioned there with Parramatta on Sunday should be too strong for the Broncos. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks for that, Lingy. And NRL, of course, final starting this weekend, as mentioned. And we're going to stick there, stick in the beautiful game of rugby league for our throwback.
2: Yes, we're heading back to 2003. A great year. The grand final, it was Penrith v. the Roosters and Todd Byrne, He's in open space, he's running away. It's six all, 53 minutes down. Todd Burns roosters winger, mind you. There's only one player who can possibly give chase at this stage. Todd Burns tearing down the sideline. Penrith forward, Scott Sattler, screams across the field, chases winger Todd Burns down and pulls off one of the best try saving tackles you will ever see.
0: You will ever see
1: in any game So that's a, that's a forward Chasing down a winger in open space Me yeah, oh my Wasn't a real quick winger, clearly
2: <laughs> <laughs> But I, I'd have to agree with Fatty Vaughton there That's one of the greatest tackles you'll ever see And Penrith went on to win the game 18-6 It was 6 all at that point So it was a pretty crucial tackle
0: Absolutely, momentum changing tackle as well And good's here in Rab's Warren Doesn't matter what's going on here in Rab's Warren He's the <laughs> best commentator Just in the quietly, business.
1: I've seen this footage and the shovel pass to set up uh, Burn was quite impressive. Yeah. They picked it up off the ground, loose ball off the ground, flick pass, diving full length. And uh, sadly, though, didn't set up a try for the uh, great Toddy Burn. Scotty Sattler, too quick. Mm. Me, oh my. All right. So I got us thinking, though. Hang on oh, a second, please. Oh, okay, there beast. geez. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. I oh, know. I
0: did think straight away as you were saying that. What's the best. Um, try saving tackle I can think of, and I know this is Union, but back in 1994, Bledisloe Cup, Sydney Footy Stadium, George Gregan tackling uh, Jeff Wilson and knocking the ball clean as well. Remember that one, Lingi?
2: Yeah, that was the best ever. George Gregan, he was some sort of player. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more a league fan, but yeah. yeah, geez, yeah, that was yeah, that was awesome. I can't believe it was in
1: 1994. Far out, <laughs> <I> know, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, uh, one of my all-time favourite rugby league tackles: uh, Gordon Tallis yes. ragdolling. Oh, oh, man, and out yeah, of bounds. Brett, Brett Hodgson, one of the yeah, all-time just greats, just him, like a, him up just like a little boy. <laughs> <laughs> he picked him up like he was his son and just <laughs> flung him out of bounds. Get back inside. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. He just absolutely ragdolled him. It, that's that will be played. Uh, For the remainder of the life of the NRL I think Because that was an
0: absolute ripper It's in every Origin intro video (laughs) That one isn't it Imagine being Who was it? Hodgson did you say? He got picked up Imagine being him like Oh no Like I can't do anything about this (laughs) I'm just going to get chucked out of town This is forever what (laughs) I'm going to be known (laughs) for Exactly
1: Alright time to move on now To Jake for the cult Profile Cult Profile Cult Profile Cold. Cold Profile. Oh yeah, that's uh, Jake discoing it up on a Saturday night, no doubt about that. Jake, what have you got for the cold profile this week?
0: Anthony Dale Modra was born in March 1969 in McLaren Vale, South Australia. After playing under-19s for Sandville Club West Adelaide in 1998, Modra could not adjust to life in the big smoke of Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you home so oh. Just quickly I apologise to all our
1: Adelaide lists, <laughs> South Australian <laughs> listeners out there Um, Jake has got to pull his head in a bit.
0: (laughs) So he returned home to Renmark, which is located some 254 kilometres northeast of Adelaide. And after winning the 1990 Riverland Football League Grand Final with his two brothers, Rick and Kim, Modra was convinced to come back to West Adelaide to give it another go in the big time. And after dominating in the Santful, the newly formed Adelaide Crows AFL club drafted him for the start of the 1992 season. Modra began his AFL career at the age of 23. And despite being overshadowed by the more senior full forward at the club in 1992, Scott Hodges. When Hodges went down with an injury at the start of the '93 season, Adelaide didn't realise it, but Modra Fever was about to hit the city. Godra, as he became known, booted 129 goals, boys, in his first season of AFL footy. I've never seen a man so passionate about Tony, including Modra in my 10 life. goals in his first game against Richmond. Sorry, first game he was named a full forward against Richmond. Richmond. He was the new John Coleman. He would go on to kick 588 goals from his 165 games at a massive average, which you just would never see these days, of three and a half goals per game for both the Crows and Fremantle. Godra also had amazing aerial ability, winning mark of the year on three separate occasions, 93, 97 and 2000. And Should we going, leave, Lee? We're going yeah, to relive. I, I fear for Squid's face at the moment. The expressions at <laughs> that wide. (laughs) We're going to relive the 1993 mark of the year now when Godra stood on North Melbourne's Ian Fairley's head, taking an absolute hanger. Gives it his best.
1: Modra!
2: That is the
0: mark of the year.
2: I'll say now no one will beat that. That's the biggest leap since Porter ran second in the 56 Olympic Games. Well, 45,000 people have risen to one. It's one of the great moments in the game, isn't it? It really is. Well, he's certainly setting Gary Abel at a task now. Have a look at that one. Jezalenko took a ripper in a grand final. That one was second to none. And he kicks
0: his seven. I'll give him the key to the city, Robbo. What a moment! <laughs> and they goal. did give him the key what to man. the city as well with Graham Corn saying he was bigger than Bradman when Godra fever was at his peak. Can I, uh, can I just say quickly,
1: I don't think... I've ever heard a mark of the year commentary <laughs> with a bizarre reference to the 1956 <laughs> Olympics. <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the strangest things I've ever. I mean,
0: I like it. The knowledge is incredible, but yep, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> right on. So, boys, got us thinking. Best full forge you've ever seen. Who have we got?
1: I mean, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that. I mean, he may not have been the best full four that you've ever seen. Tony Lockett, of course, one of those that has to be right up there. But yeah. you haven't mentioned the G-Train, Fraser Gary. He Now, talk about a cult hero. The G-Train with that balding top and the party down the back. What an absolute beast Fraser Gary was. You yeah, know Godra,
0: but, yeah, he was a good player. plenty <laughs> of
1: snags. Show some love to the G-Train.
0: Yeah, he was good. He's a good player, but this is Godra. Oh, I
2: don't know about best, but a couple of favourites... Um Sav Rocker. Yeah, oh, the big Savoy, Anthony Rocker. Punk Rocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. Oh, no. Zing. <laughs> Zing Z- from y- Ling. You've had better. <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was just huge at his peak. Tony Modra. Unbelievable scenes. And unfortunately, missed out on both the 97 and 98 premierships due to injury. So, one of the only crows in that era not to get a premiership medallion. There
1: you go Now we're going to jump in now Because it's time for the quiz And I, I just, I'm just, i just a bit scared That Jake's never going to stop If he gets going about Tony Motra <laughs> again So <laughs> let's get in Time for the quiz Hello and welcome to Let's Get Quizzical And here's your host, Matt Hickey Thank you so much. That applause is is far too much. What exciting time, no, no, Thank you, thank you, Isaac. I know this is your first time, but please, this is too much from you. Please stop a point. Uh Time for let's get quizzical, and it, it's an interesting time to come into let's get quizzical at the moment uh, because we've had a break last week. There was no quiz, um, and, and you it, weren't very happy. And, about and that's about mostly it because piece. the week before there was some controversy. <laughs> so uh, Jake, Equid, the squid, took over the quiz. He was. Uh, the quiz master uh, and let's just say um, look, he was a bit rough to one contestant (laughs) in particular. I don't want to name that contestant. I don't think he wants to be named. But there was a buzzer issue that came up. Anyways uh, the commissioner of Let's Get Quizzical has spoken (laughs) to the press and we've got the recording here. Hello and thank you for coming. Uh, As I'm sure you're all aware two weeks ago there were serious issues around integrity raised after one of our hosts came under scrutiny for a buzzer issue. Uh, After close examination, we can confirm that the party involved did indeed make an error. Uh, Our original plan was to wipe that edition of Let's Get Quizical from the records. However, we spoke to the victim and he has asked us to leave it alone as he would like to move on. And uh, we have decided to respect those wishes. Uh, As expected, we have brought in a new host this week in a bid to regain some of the respect we have
0: lost. (laughs) There's a clip. We
1: hope Let's Get Quizical can return to its former glory. Thank you. So that was the commissioner of <laughs> Let's Get Quizical just talking to the press there and, and I think hit the nail on the head.
0: Never um. have I heard someone whinge more about losing a quiz. Yes. Interesting, Interesting. Unbelievable. Some victim. I know. <laughs> Jesus,
1: get on with it. Uh, Not my words. The commissioner's <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. words. All right, let's get on with the quiz. Uh, this week's topic, because of the Aussie cricket team retaining the ashes, the boomers in action in the Feeble World Cup, uh, this week's quiz topic is Aussie national teams. Now, Jake, let's get a buzzer test for you. Lovely squelch (laughs) Now Isaac, you requested uh, the Jonathan Thurston laugh Which (laughs) is there as your buzzer However, um, we found one a little bit more appropriate (laughs) for you Here we go, how am I being stitched up? (laughs) Ling Ling (laughs) (laughs) So so that's, uh, that's your buzzer right there We appreciate the request though Let's get into things Question number one What is the name of the Australian World Medical Football Championship team? The Australian World Medical Football hell? Championship team. Ling Ling. Ling Ling. <laughs> Platter pie. No, but it's a good <laughs> guess. Uh, Jake, over to you. Um,
0: one more time with the question, please. So
1: it's the soccer team, the Australian World soccer team, Medical right, yeah. Championship soccer team.
0: Australian World Medical Championship. Men's
1: Medical um, the Doctor Roos? Is there a time? That is very close. It is the Doctor So you got close, oh, but I can't give you the point, you just, Jake.
0: Like, I don't think it matters what I say today because he lost <laughs> the quiz when <laughs> I did it. It's no, going to be no, incorrect. So. Completely impossible. Thanks, mate. Yeah, All cheers. right, multiple
1: choice question coming up now. Question number two. Uh, Who Dares Wins host Mike Whitney, to the surprise of some, actually did something else with his career. He played test cricket, uh, was a good cricketer. Uh, how many tests did he... How many tests did he play? I'm not go- you buzzed in early, Jake. You're not getting the rest of the question. It's also a multiple choice, so Lingy will get them uh, five. Twelve. That's actually correct. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my ten God. Seconds. The biggest ask. Oh, wow. Are you serious? That's 100% correct. Oh All right, that's a on joke. Moving on to question three. Let's have a listen to this audio here.
0: I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not
1: turning up the diet. So Ling Ling has jumped in there. That's without hearing the question. Go right ahead, Ling Ling. Australia's America's, America's Cup victory. That answer is incorrect. Absolutely. So it was what year did Bob Hawke deliver this ripping quote after the Australians won the America's Cup? What year, Jake? Do you want to buzz in or? I'm oh, sure if you'd like to hear that squelch. Ooh. 1983 <laughs> Correct Jake Eckwood takes a two zip lead H- How many questions are there? There's seven questions So yeah. you've got a chance to come back Question number four Name me two players who played in the Opals The Australian women's basketball team Gold, med- gold medal winning 2006 <laughs> World Championship team Jake Michelle Timms Incorrect And Lauren Jackson Well you only got one Michelle. So Thingham's I've just given him did. one. So Lauren Jackson's <laughs> one. You just need one other one, Ling Ling, Ling Ling, Lauren
2: Jackson yes. and
1: Hannah Stevenson. Hannah Stevenson, incorrect, oh. but an interesting. I didn't expect that as an answer, but incorrect. No, did there. She it, actually. I would have, play have by by the likes <laughs> of <laughs> of Penny Taylor, uh, Christy Harrower, uh, Aaron Phillips. Oh, now it's going, going to give up. us the Aaron's whole score. Was a bad miss. Uh, question number five Multiple choice The Rugby Union World Cup Gets underway on September 20 Who has scored the most tries In Wallabies history Is it A Chris Latham Jake David Campese? That is also correct He's on absolute fire The squid What's that Three zip Three to go Three zip uh, Two to go But there's a bonus point In one of the questions So you're a sniff To force <laughs> a tie decider to Question six What was the name Of the rower Who famously Stopped rowing ling in ling. the ling. ling Ling Sally Sally Robbins, yes. We'll give you that despite oh. only getting the first oh, well, name. Well,
2: well, you jumped in before I was going to say the surname. So. <laughs> Lay down, Sally.
1: Question Miss, watch seven. this. Watch
0: him get Lingy back to level here. Question <laughs> seven. That
1: right. Question seven. Who was singing this song that was written just for the 2000 Sydney Olympics?
0: Oh, sorry. I'm gone, so you. Have to
1: Farnham? Is
2: it one person or there's two
1: two people? There's a female at the start. So which one do you want? I want both.
0: Lingling. Ling. <laughs>
1: I'll give you. A, I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Jake may have mentioned one just then. John Farnham and the other is a very famous Australian singer that also appeared in a movie.
0: Can I go? He's oh, hang- going. Imagine the fury if <laughs> I did this to your opponent. I this is a joke.
2: I think it's John
1: Farnham... That's one, correct?
2: Here we go. Singing with him would have been, without a shadow of a doubt, Olivia
1: Newton-Jones. That is correct. <laughs> bang, bang. But the bonus question, to force it to a decider, the bonus point is, can you tell me the name of the song? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the bonus question. Isaac? Ling ling. This is for the
1: Olympics
2: Nah, I don't have it either
1: <laughs> <laughs> The name of the song was Dare to Dream So there you go, Jake Eckwood, congratulations The Squid, he's won 3-2 And jeez, you're a lot better contestant then you are a quiz master That's all I'm going to say Jake.
0: Thanks very much Appreciate it You really tried to get Lingy back into it there too. Just.
1: No he, d- he just came out And he, he delivered And he
2: I will say as a listener Of this podcast Congratulations on finally Getting one through one Without making reference To your own sporting career yeah, thank, you. Thank, thank, well. Well, b- well, thank you Very true as well I
1: put myself into a corner Because it was Australian <laughs> national teams And I've never made An Australian national team <laughs> So there wasn't A whole lot I could do Jake what's the time for
0: It is time for
1: The big calls The big calls <laughs> Let's get into things. I think I'll kick us off and we'll chat about the leaderboard. Go for it, mate. Uh, look, it wasn't a great week last week for the leaderboard. There was only two men in, Jake and myself. We didn't do too well. Uh, so we're a couple hundred dollars down from our starting position, which is not too bad over 11 weeks. We'll get it back. We'll get it back. Uh, 10 weeks, sorry, so far. This is the 11th episode. Uh, the car, we uh, if everybody's wondering, $200 on bank builders, $50 on big calls, and uh, this fake money. Uh, let's clarify fake money. Um, <laughs> although I was actually just bought a big wad of a thousand dollars to the
0: table big what of cash Slap it down on the table there. Thank you
1: um, is going towards a, a team car for a, a road trip This week we can afford a 1986 Toyota Hilux manual 4x4 dual cab uh, It does however have four hundred and forty thousand kilometers on it So we might not get out of Melbourne,
0: right? Okay, that'll probably get us about to Vermont south Right area, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs>
1: uh, I'll kick us off my big call. I'm going to the NFL, so we'll take uh, my bank builder, Dallas, minus four and a half points. Then uh, Arizona are playing Baltimore. I like the overs in that game, so over 47 points. Uh, last week, Arizona, good comeback, led by number one draft pick, Colomari, 27-27 against the Lions, and Baltimore put on 59 points against the Dolphins. So looking for that one to go overs. And then Chicago to beat Denver. Now, I don't really rate Denver. It is... In Denver Which is always hard uh, To win In Denver um, Two great defences But I think Because it's in Denver You can get a good price For the Bears I think they'll be too strong Put all that together Power play with sports But it's $7.40 And that's my Big call Big <coughs> call over you, Jake Equid.
0: Heading to the AFL for my big call this week and taking the Eagles to win into Tom Hawkins to kick three or more goals. I had to double check this stat, guys, but the Tomahawk has kicked three or more goals in each of his last five games against the Eagles. So Eagles to win into Hawkins to kick three or more at seven dollars twenty-five, and that's my big call. <laughs> So I'll stick with my bank builder The
2: Eels to cover the 4.5 line As part of a multi Against the Broncos I'll go with Canberra Having 6.5 start uh, Against the Storm Into Mystic Journey To win the Maccabi Diva Stakes At Flemington I think she's a stone cold Moral second up uh, The multi there Will get you $8.12 And uh, I'm looking forward to collecting That is my big call <laughs>
1: Well, there you go. Hopefully, winners all ran. Hopefully, we can get back on to the winners list. That is all we have time for now. The wolf is back next week, but geez, he might have to battle his way through <gasps> the Magoo's so. after the brilliant. Game. It was a bit of a game. Michael Clark style debut from Isaac Ling. Hundred and fifty odd on debut, not out. Just terrific <laughs> stuff from Jeez, Ling. That's and just quietly, we all. M- speaking of cricket, and Isaac Ling. I thought we got yes. through. He <laughs> thought we survived, but we forgot to mention that oh, yes. we are in the presence of <laughs> no, cricket don't greatness. You don't <laughs> love it, Ling. You come on, Isaac Ling in his junior career, did take the wicket of T20 superstar Chris Lynn. Talk us through it. Talk us through it, Isaac. It's depressing because he's (laughs) off making making
2: millions (laughs) playing T20 cricket around the world and I'm sitting here talking to you, Pelicans. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Caught behind or bowled?
2: Uh, it was bold. Oh, the death rattle. Middle and off, yeah. um, Yeah, just charging in, bashing a length. Jag
1: one. Now,
2: well, you asked me to tell the story, so jag one back. Yeah, top of middle and off. See you, Chris. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you, you later, pop, Linny. <laughs> you pop.
1: So, yeah, well, the, um, the Wolf's going to struggle. I think the Wolf yep. might struggle to get back in, but he is back next week, so we'll see how that one plays out. Tune in might next week. Might need a fourth chair. See. Might need a fourth chair. Who knows? Uh, also, don't forget to hit subscribe, uh, rate us as well. Hopefully, it's... A Good rating, please. Uh, And tell all your friends. Share it around, you know. Why not? From the Nosebleeds podcast. Uh, With all that being said, tune in next week for another episode of From the Nosebleeds.